buttons, can't control stuff with your mind, common science. Yeah, because this because oh my gosh, you know this thing involves buttons, and you gotta hit buttons to make it work, or else he, you don't have a low, podcast. From that lower angle, you're getting very uh, you carry to your hair, and I like it. <laughs> Definitely means it's gonna cut this week. Fucking shaving it off. Yeah, I mean, I started uh, basically just buzzing my hair a couple of years ago. Hello, the music stopped. That means we're live with my stupid haircut. <laughs> um, well, it's not really more of a haircut. It's more of a hair not cut. So I've kind of end up looking like this. Um, yes, we are haircut podcastness or pixel pints we could be that as well the only podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy which is good beer and video games i suppose we could do that if we wanted and i suppose we could say that people should drink responsibly and we're not here to promote drinking and any beers or breweries we might talk about aren't sponsoring us and if we're going to do that we might as well say that you can also follow us on social media at um, pixel underscore points on Twitter and pixel points pod on Instagram. Suppose we could do those things. Or, or, you, know or, do? or you know what you need to do. If you want to listen to the show, you can find it on any of your podcast services around the globe. And along with that, you can go to YouTube slash pixel pints and just watch the video feed. Damn. I was going to suggest starting a Facebook group. You guys. No, 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 no. It, I, you know I what's better than a Facebook my, group? MySpace page. No. Yes, that that is much better. I was gonna say, screwing over them both, and going the Amazon route, and going to Twitch, Twitch TV, Twitch TV, Twitch dot TV slash yeah, got gotta get that dot in there, Twitch dot TV slash Pixel Pints, and watch us live. Just follow and our Twitter. And you can interact in chat. Yeah. With the two people that normally watch. Send us a bit. Um, maybe uh, maybe uh, someone will chug their. We can't. We can't get donations because we're not. Um, we're not an affiliate yet. Well, if you give us a follow and we get enough bits, maybe uh, one of the people will chug their beer if you give enough bits. <laughs> we are, that will probably break the terms. <laughs> I don't know. Having watched some Twitch streamers, you seem to have to do some pretty egregious stuff to get banned. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? We could uh, we could do bikinis in a hot tub. That seems to be a really popular thing on Twitch right now. Just throwing it out there. Well, and then and then try and sell the bathwater and see which one of us could raise the most money. <laughs> I, I don't care who you are. All hot tub water is nasty. I, I don't care. Um, I don't I, care who I, you are. I, I, will, I will tell you now, I will outsell you all because I can just, because I'm in LA. So therefore I can say it's from blank said famous person and I'll get more money than all of you. No, it's got to be you. It's got to be you on camera having the bath. And then you try and flog the bathwater oh. like that, like that. Um, I can't remember the name of that streamer who did it and made thousands. Yeah. What the actual, I can't say I, it just yet. I didn't know I'll leave that another was, couple of minutes. I didn't know that was actually happening. I just, uh... yeah, someone did it. And then so, someone posted a video of them drinking her bathwater oh on well, Instagram. To her Instagram page, male male gamers. I like. I I, I love male gamers. I, I I love gamers in general, but male some male gamers are just really weird people. I'm sorry. 
Like I just after as you say this, I just on saw that, I just saw a Q and A where Alana Pierce had to answer a question if she would have her own OnlyFans. Why she basically said, "I'll never do an OnlyFans," and I'm like, "Of course you won't." You <laughs> like you have standards and integrity. No, 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 no. Let's not let's say that some people people do have integrity and standards when they have an OnlyFans. It's the only thing is that she doesn't need to do one because she's already she has a profession that she's in that she does well in. She doesn't need to pursue other any other professions. So it's not. I don't know. Is having an OnlyFans page a profession? Anyway, let's. This <laughs> devolved really quickly. On let's to next talk. week's show. <laughs> why, on that note, why aren't we allowed to use the word simp anymore? Why is that a a banned word on on Twitch now? On Twitch, oh, yeah, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, it is, along with some um, other words. Which, if you, the, there are ones that you would think about, the context in which they're used should still be used. But it's basically they don't want um, streamers deriding their audience using certain words. Okay. Um, but then they just use other words. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, uh, how's that? Ch- like, okay, we they can't because I I was I guess that was it. They're like, well, it's become now a I don't know, a hate speech <laughs> to use simp or whatever, like. I, I don't I don't quite understand. Like there are a lot of things I understand. Like even if I don't agree, I understand this. I neither agree nor understand. And that's right. When when something like this happens, Mike, I just think of the Matrix where it, where Neo's in that subway talking to the 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 man that wants to get on the train, and he talks about how he loves his wife, and you're like, how do you love your wife? He's like, love is just a word. That's what I think of every time. <laughs> Right, I'm highly confused. So <laughs> let's talk about beers instead. The Merovingian. Um, no, that, that wasn't the Merovingian. That was the, the oh, man okay. with his daughter that was stuck on the subway. He had to get past the train man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Was that okay. uh, Matrix two or three? That was the beginning of three. Okay. Matrix gotcha. four. That's why coming, I don't remember. Matrix four coming to HBO Max this year. Which is which oh, is just... why I, which is why I didn't remember because I only saw Matrix three once. Uh, so. Which is one time too many. Unless you play the video game, that's a good way to play the second one because basically the Wachowskis interrupt the game. It's back to games, McWomble. It's it's okay. It's legal. Um, I enjoyed Enter the the Matrix. um, It was bad, but I enjoyed it. No, not Enter the Matrix. This one's called Path of Neo. So oh, at the not play. so at did the end play. of Path and Neo, so you basically follow the story of the movies. But at the end of the game, the Wachowskis pop in in the middle of the part where they're like, "So we know the end of Matrix Three would make a really crappy video game ending," and it's like them pixelated talking about this, and then they're oh, like, "I remember what we, what what would make this better?" Because they talked about like what happened in the sense of like what happened in the cutscene in the movie. So they're like. Why don't we just make Mr. Smith a giant robot? Yeah, let's do that. And then they just throw all these Mr. Smiths together and just make a giant Mr. Smith. And then you have this giant boss battle. It's it's like a way That's to break fun. the fourth wall and like be like, let's fix our movie in video game form. <laughs> Sorry. That would have been cool. terrible in the movie as well. Uh, can we talk about beers now? Yeah, you can. I mean, anything other than the Matrix revelations or revolutions or... <laughs> After the first one, I just don't know what the fuck they were doing. I like the second one, but okay. <laughs> that highway sequence is phenomenal, but we, there are some very good parts of two, but it it did get the story structure of two is a little flat. I Three, mean, it's, it yeah. drops the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean one 
in number one. I'm just going to start won. talking about beers. So you you um, re-asked a question. Yeah, you were willing to go to beers, and you're like, <laughs> and you brought up another question, another statement about Matrix. Anyway, but yeah, this beers, is, this to the this, beers to the this beers. This is how he does it. He likes to leave it ambiguous because then he then he just goes like, then he goes, no one will answer my question. Therefore, whatever logic I was going towards will be correct, and no dang one will question Wisconsin, it. Dang Midwesterner, it's ambiguous, ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> Me, me, and trying to do words very quickly. When McWomble says we want to do the show a little earlier, let's see if Mitch will wake up. I never will wake up earlier than I'm supposed to, unless you text me before I go to bed. <laughs> oh yeah, if he's already down, there's nothing you can do. Don't don't count me in. <laughs> count well, me out. I'd I I don't know. Just ring random numbers in LA, Mitch. Uh, McWobble funny thing for you my number is still a Wisconsin number so therefore you would call everyone else but me the the best thing is he'll be pissed in the middle of the night and it's like 3 in the afternoon in LA (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the version of ringing when you're minging Um, (laughs) Mikey yes what have you got I have, we're going to do an on-screen pour. I what, have... What you drinking? A Desperate Times uh, Irish style red ale. Nice. Okay, nice. Wait, wait, get, get some of that ASMR. <laughs> it half got there. It was like... Uh, okay, stupid dynamic mic. Like pour on camera, but he didn't get it on camera. <laughs> now he got it. He's gonna make sure he's not gonna spill it all over the computer keyboard. Yeah, again. That would be way more epic. He's <laughs> very red for a red eye. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like it. It's like a cherry red. All right. Ooh, that's got a very nice um. That's got a very nice notes up to front. Is that a uh, is that a sign speaker? Yes, an actual one, um, because <laughs> uh, because they to me they are the perfect size juice glass. Okay, um, and they have a little sippy at the end. They do have a little sippy at the end, and you can microwave them. You can put them on the stove if you need to. Um, but remember, <laughs> remember, hot glass looks exactly the same as cold glass. <laughs> I, I've I've learned that lesson um, years ago. My, one of, I was living, still living at home with my parents. My dad put a, a glass tray in the oven to warm up to roast something in. Oh. And I thought, I didn't realize he put it on the side. I went to pick it up and put it away. Oh. Oh. I, yeah, the whole, you, see, you know, like um, Lily burnt her hand. Yeah. So those, those two fingers all around my thumb. Oh. Yeah, that was quite painful. Oh. Did, did you lose your, uh, did you lose your um, print? No, oh, because um, it wasn't the fingertips; it was down around the fingers. When I went to court. darn, Chris, that's your chance yeah, to escape the I government. Think, <laughs> yeah, because then, then I could have gone and committed crimes like stealing money from prostitutes, like two other members of this podcast in video games, in video games, <laughs> in video games. Just go, just go, say that, Le- leaving um, no so, prints, <laughs> leaving no digital prints. So, Mikey, what, what's the the flavor profile oh. that you're getting mm. off that? Uh, imagine, um, shoot, what's that? Okay. 
Ah, shoot. There's it's really hard to describe because I mean it's it's an actual good. Oh, um, think Killian's Irish Red, but actually good. So a little more flavorful. Yeah. Um, it's actually really hard to describe what what's a front like it's like everything but the actual taste of cherry of cherry. So mm. like if you were hanging out with the cherry wood and like had some of like the the leaves brush past your face, but you and maybe found a pit or two and a stem, but you never had any of the fruit. It oh, has so kind of so it's basically like a cherry tea. Like you you get the aroma of cherry, but yes. when you taste it, you never feel like you got the yes. full experience yeah. of actually tasting a cherry. Correct. There's there's no there's no uh, there's no sweet there's no uh, fruit mm-hmm. mixture to it, but all the experience of being in the grove, doing everything with a cherry except eating it, is is right here. And I I've never I like had that, that in depth experience of being with a cherry tree. <laughs> he did he did start his beer off with ASMR. So. No no McWumble, <laughs> yeah. not cherry tree a cherry tea. Oh, I said tree. You oh, said tea. I said both tea. correct. Both correct. Okay, that's that's wonderful. Um, Matt, have you uh, been canoodling with any four point five percent ABV and twenty four um, IBUs? No, um, I went international to British session. units. I went back to the uh, the Firestone Walker Nitro Milk Stout that they have. So I've been drinking that recently. I, I picked up a twelve pack of that. How much of the twelve pack have you got left? I have eleven cans left. I just picked it up the other day. <laughs> I picked up the 12 pack yesterday. Got one left. There you go. <laughs> well, I didn't. Um, I just thought I'd say that. So, um, Mitch, you're drinking Red Bull. I am. I do have beer in the fridge, but I was gonna, I wanted to do a midnight one, but you weren't on the mid, you didn't sign up for the midnight. So, unfortunately, it will have to wait until next time. We do a midnight one. Yeah. If, right, if so we I'm, had done, if we had done a midnight one, I would probably have no nitro milk stouts left. Now I now I will be in secret because now it's public secret conversations with uh, Burkoff of maybe playing It Takes Two with some beer um, and streaming <laughs> it on our show on our show. <laughs> so um, beer may appear pretty soon. We'll we'll see. Just because Burkoff and I are in the same time zone, so it's a little easier. Yes. So I've got this this wonderful. Uh, lager, which has lost all of its head very quickly. Um, Looks more like wine than actual beer. Yeah, uh, that's because uh, it's a school night and I'm very busy, so I'm actually drinking alcohol-free Heineken. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm interviewing oh. tomorrow, I need to be. I need to be on. He needs to be on, to be on, on his game. Zero. Game. Yeah, zero point zero Heineken. It's all right. I mean, they give you the same like mouthfeel and stuff. I don't think I've ever no, had it doesn't. A beer. There are some good ones. Um, mm-hmm. I there are some good. There's some better alcohol-free ales that are coming out. Um, mm-hmm. Strangely enough, I don't like the one made by Brewdog. You have uh, told me that before. Yeah. Yeah. So the there are some the lagers not so great, but the Adnam's Ghost Ship, alcohol-free, alcohol-free Doom Bar as well is good. Um, so you still get like a flavorful beer, but then you get this kind of sharp finish from where they've taken out, they've stripped out the alcohol. So you do end up with this kind of sharp taste rather than a bitter finish. 
Caliber was pretty good. That was bloody awful, mate. What the, what the uh, the zero alcohol one? Yeah. I I guess I haven't had it since I was twelve. <laughs> okay, that's another story. Uh, were you in a pine forest at that time? No. no. Okay. Papa's lap. That's what. That's how. It, that's how it happens. No, uh, like, no, no, like my my dad would actually like like let me have like half. Yeah. Of of a like half of, like he and I would go out like to the fire or whatever and split, mm-hmm. like and split an NA an NA beer and like it was great. When I like, was when I was sixteen, I think it was sixteen. Um, so in Wisconsin, you can give an underage person alcohol as long as they're your um, family member. Direct so, spawn. Yep, and they have to give it to you. So like we would go to a bar, my dad would buy alcohol and then hand it to me and that's legal. So then we would drink a beer at the bar playing pool. That's definitely, that's definitely Wisconsin (laughs) because (laughs) Wisconsin is the number one uh, consumer of alcoholic beverages in the United States. So that's why I need to go if I ever visit the States then. (laughs) You'd probably have a good time if you went to Wisconsin. (laughs) He probably would actually. No, No joking. Do you know what I'd do as well? You know, you you guys wouldn't get this because I, um, unless unless Mikey, when you were traveling around Europe years ago, you just could wander around saying, "Do you know John?" I just go to Wisconsin and say, "Do you know Mitch? Do you know Evan?" <laughs> <laughs> Is it they're from Wisconsin? Do you know them? Like, oh, get my own bike. Oh, you're all the times. You're from the United States. Do you know this one other person I know from the United States? I, I would love it because, oh yeah, we yeah, cousin Evan, of course. And cousin Mc, Evan McWomble just ends up at some random house party. <laughs> yeah, cousin. Yeah, that turns that turns into Resident Evil Biohazard, um, <laughs> which is a game on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, did you see the neat, neat linking between? It's on Game Pass. Yep. Yep. Oh, for console probably, not for PC. Okay. Yeah. But um, there's there's the the transition state. So we were talking about beers linked to Wisconsin, linked to people in Wisconsin being like the people from Resident Evil Biohazard. Not everyone, obviously, not everyone from Wisconsin, but I'm sure there are people who enjoy that. There could be some people from Wisconsin. There could be people from Wisconsin. If you are from Wisconsin, give us a leave ring. us a comment. Especially if you're Mitch or Evan. Just Relative. comment. Yeah. If you know that. Right, shut up. Um, we are talking about Xbox Game Pass um, and whether or not it is devaluing some of the games that it has on the service. Now, this is a, a thought that came to me on a previous episode. Uh, which Matt said, ooh, I'd like to get involved in that discussion because I have thoughts. And um, I thought now would be a good time to talk about it because I've I've got this kind of weird weird love for Game Pass because I don't have to pretty much spend money on games ever again. But then in the same respect, I'm not um, appreciative of some of the new features and um, quite possibly the sheer amount of games that are on there. Um, 
right, everyone's nodding. Shall I carry on? Well, Mike, Mike, he's got his hand raised because he's a civilized person. Well, what you're describing actually sounds like not a, I wouldn't say now, but people's initial couple of years with um, streaming Netflix. Um, yeah. In that, because because uh, there is such an abundance of things, and I I would argue that at least as far as um, classic movies and other th- stuff that we remember and remember fondly, or like, oh, I remember, I didn't see that yet, but I I recognize that movie. There was a lot more of that on Netflix years ago than there is today. Like they're more focused on new content, um, which is a different conversation. But it what it feels like. Is yeah, because that... Microsoft aren't focused on new content. <sighs> oh, uh, but the you—it's something you're going to pay for, almost regardless of what um, is available on it, because there's a lot of good stuff available on it. But you actually are still beholden to what they decide to put on it, and kind of like and there because there's but did that fully it didn't fully uh, because netflix you understood oh okay like there's a lot of cool stuff on netflix and i'll wait for some stuff to come to netflix but that doesn't stop me from going to a movie theater to see something specifically i wanted to see or going and buying the copy of the movie that i'm like oh i love that movie they brought this out i'm gonna buy that copy i think people did that a lot do it a lot less but i don't think it completely replaced it and so I mean, at this point, uh, Game Pass, I feel it does, however, devalue um, our thoughts of games. Because say like you bought six games a year, that's um, that's like 360 bucks. It's like, or 360 pounds or whatever, however much you guys would have to pay if you bought six brand new titles at $59.99. Um, and that's already three times more than you would spend on Game Pass. So say in the future you decide even to get rid of Game Pass, I think your perception of how much you want to spend on video games a year still will have changed. I, I would disagree slightly. Okay. slightly. Yeah, I, I, I slightly disagree, disagree slightly well. to your comment because the, the yes, does it, uh, does it um, devalue the games on its platform? Absolutely. If I asked Burkoff to give me the numbers of how many Xbox Game Passes could you get for on console, PC, all that kind of stuff, and it averages around three to four dollars a game. Now, if you look at the titles that are on that, you can find those titles for less than twenty bucks. It's a rarity you can find some of these titles at more than thirty dollars. So, is it devaluing? Yes, but along with that, the games they are offering you are very old. In in terms of in terms of gamers, like yeah. if 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 if, if a game's past two years, it's an old game because of the the, the industry is moving so quickly. So, do I think in in the premise of oh I, for, I forgot where I'm disagreeing. <clears throat> I'm disagreeing in the sense of that um, when someone leaves Game Pass, they're valuing games differently. I don't think they do because I think they understand gamers do at least when they see these games. This is a seven-year-old game. This is a 10-year-old game. This is a five-year-old game where they see a brand new title 
they're going to be I, that's a brand new title that's definitely I guess, worth more in i guess value. i was thinking about um like their day and date first party releases now which getting that's yeah that's sure. what i was talking but about getting, that's what but talking getting about. into that really quickly and i'll do it real quick and then i'll throw it to burkoff um them throwing in their own first party titles devalues themselves so like in a sense basically microsoft is saying we can't make high quality games therefore we're going to put it on this platform that we need these other games to try to raise it up in regards to quality because that's the quality it matches the quality of everything else on this service and unfortunately mm -hmm. the value of it is not very good so already they're, they're using it to try to say you have so many games that the value of all these games is well worth your purchase price sure absolutely it's well worth the purchase mm -hmm. price but basically what they're doing is they're devaluing even their own first party titles because they are putting it on this platform first date and date. Yeah, because think think about a buffet at the best place you could ever go to, Shady Maple Smorgasbord. <laughs> Legendary. I, I think, I was I think of Old Country Buffet, but that's just me. <laughs> or Ponderosa uh, well, or something. Well, I was saying, think, think of the best thing you pr could normally get at a non-Vegas buffet. What, it's like prime rib? Like, yeah, probably rib, like, or, or some yeah. kind of seafood. So like lobster sometimes. Yeah. Um, even the best item at the buffet is not generally not going to be as good as the bespoke thing. If you went to a specific restaurant of that type of food to get it. Mm -hmm. So you like the prime rib for the buffet, the crabs, the lobster, whatever, are not going to be as good um, if you went to Red Lobster. To can I finish say, like, your, your analogy shop. for you? It's the it's the version of mass catering versus fine dining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a, a pithier way to put it. All right, Burkoff, what um, are you going to say really quick? I'm going to cut off McWomble. Imagine McWomble <laughs> being pithy. <laughs> Who would have known? So my my whole thing was when when Keith brought this up and he was like, "All right, side table that. That's another conversation." In my mind, I was I was initially thinking that um, no these games aren't being uh, devalued because of the way that games are being made today. So okay. studios, like I, I went through and I looked up uh, what is the, um, the top grossing games of 2019 and 2020. It's usually uh, Call of Duty. FIFA. FIFA, Madden. Um, there's the occasional like first party title, so I think in twenty, I could give you 2018's number. Twenty nine, I could give you twenty nineteen stuff. And of course, your Fortnite. Twenty nineteen included um, uh, the, the Kingdom Hearts three. Um, twenty nineteen. For whatever reason, I actually have a chart. I could pull up a chart. So, so the best or the highest grossing game of twenty nineteen was Fortnite. With, if I oh, remember correctly, grossing, not selling. With what I yeah. remember, yeah, if I remember correctly, it was one point four or one point eight billion dollars. The the top grossing game of twenty twenty, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was like, um, some ten cent game. It's not Fortnite. No, so Fortnite dropped off the top ten list hmm. for twenty twenty. Oh, it's not even in the top 10. It's not even in the top 10, but it's oh. it's number 11 with $1.4 billion. <laughs> so it's the, still top, well. the top grossing game of 2020 had like $2.8 billion. $2.8 billion that it, that it raked in from like microtransactions and all this other shit, right? Yep. So 
what's interesting is um the games that are showing up on game pass like um outer worlds you're getting the base game but you still have to buy the dlc so like the extra stuff you you still have to spend money on so you're spending money on the service you're getting the base game it depends so you, it, it depends, depends on, on the game, game because i definitely have a lot of games knowledge about game pass building up in my brain having even having never used it because of doing vincent's um game pass or fail okay so there are definitely are additions that where mm-hmm. they come with all dlc even like a battlefield, battlefield 4. 4 they literally just did yesterday so like yeah, there, battlefield there's 4. some of the well, all the dlc come with all the, the dlc and okay. xp boosts so you could actually get up uh, in ranks quicker if you still wanted to play multiplayer and stuff like that. So it depends on the game, but continue. Well, I was going to say, it probably depends on the game, but it, it probably depends on timeline too. So Battlefield 4 is what? Eight, six, eight years eight years old. Okay, so it's eight years old at this point. So why not give away the DLC, right? Um, I feel like the games that they're going to be making money on are the ones like your Rainbow Six Sieges and your GTA Onlines and you know the stuff where having the game available is great it does have an entry cost if you're buying it on another platform unless you have a ps5 for which which title gta online is gonna be free okay um probably worked out a deal with sony just like they just put it on game pass right um because they know that they're making their money on the microtransactions and the 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 lower the barrier to entry is for somebody so yes, you're not you're not spending three hundred sixty dollars a year on six titles, but I'm not spending any money on games now, so I'm probably going to be spending my money in the games themselves. You can't say you're not spending money on games now. The don't 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 do that. Well, no, I'm saying like for you're, spending person, a, you're, you're, you're spending a just as game You're spending an expensive monthly subscription fee. So, yeah. You can't say you're not spending anything. Well, it's a, it's yeah. a perception thing, and this yes. is where I think you're all of you have focused on the actual monetary value of a single title and what from from my perspective it's less about the individual titles and more about what mikey was getting at in terms of this smorgasbord is somewhat overwhelming volume of games on there uh, oh i was gonna get um, there but we were just talking about money mike's q talked about and, money so i thought i went there and what 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 that results in in terms of player behavior um particularly me i was quite after i can't remember what e3 it was i think it might have been last year's where they showed call of the sea Mm. um and i thought that game looks really interesting oh puzzle oh um kind of adventure game in the classic adventure style i played it for about 20 minutes and have not gone back to it same literally Um, the same i stopped 20 minutes in and this is where I think the the service as a whole may be doing a disservice to some of the games that were on it by having it there with so many other titles. It's also really difficult to navigate on Xbox. Um, it's actually easier to use the Game Pass app on your phone um, <laughs> so that you can you can sort games via category, which you, it, um, is more difficult to do on on the um, app, on the actual Xbox. And I think the inclusion of the EA Play 
titles has just added to that. And I think Bethesda is just adding to that. And I'm going back to the concern about Arcane Studios' death loop, not just in terms of the delay, but in terms of how many people are actually just going to give this a try and then bin it off. Well, they Cause can't because it's a PlayStation exclusive. For a time limited, though, isn't it? Uh, they have not stated whether it was or not. I think it'll probably eventually come to... Probably, yeah, it's probably at least a year. So, so. so in terms of... Because we've had this conversation before where people have said, uh, Evan, because he lives in Japan and they've blotted Microsoft from the lexicon in Japan. Um, and we, most of us will just say, we'll wait for it and play it on Game Pass. Um, yeah. Unless it's a PlayStation exclusive, well, I'll wait for it to appear on Game Pass. Um, so the the companies making the games aren't going to be thinking, "Oh my God, I'm losing out on sales because they've obviously done a deal with Microsoft to get that cash recouped." So they're not necessarily losing anything, but I think you might be losing something in terms of the ability to say to people who want, who may be interested in playing your game, "This is why you should play this over something else on the." 999 however many goddamn titles there are on this service well here's the here's the thing and i i completely agree with you keith on on that side of the aspect um i will just quick just to come back around to what you were just saying about the uh, about companies i think companies will be worried um because most of the time they don't have these deals with game pass right away unless it's going on the platform on the the day day and date it launches these deals come back later so they have to they have to rely on gain the sales when it initially launches. Maybe like a year down the line, then Microsoft goes to them and says, "Hey, want to come to Game Pass?" And then we'll go, "Okay, we didn't sell very well." But I think the other thing you're saying, um, which is totally agree, it's um, on the the massive amount of games on there, where it does devalue them, is because it also adjusts your mindset of how soon you'll bunk off a game. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you, usually it's when, almost so, it's so almost you, like a, you've got a trial period rather than I've actually exactly I've actually paid so, for this so game. You, so when you pay for it, you have exactly. the mentality of like I need to at least really try to finish this game. And there's also here's the other thing: when you purchase a game, you have made a conscious effort. Yeah, to be it's, like that's I'm where I was going to get you personal I'm, ownership. I'm I'm personally interested. I want to play this. If it's going bad, I still want to play it because I paid for it. One, but two, I was interested. Let's see, give it, give it more of the benefit of the doubt. Where here in Game Pass, I was going to, I was going to use the same example. I played Call of the Sea. I probably played it for twenty minutes. I hit one hard puzzle, and I hearted out. Like I just went out, and I was like, I was shocked in my brain. I'm being like, why am I? Usually, I don't quit on a puzzle. Why am I quitting on a puzzle? It was a really ridiculous puzzle. I will say one. I just had no idea what to do. But because I had all these other I games, know. I was like, I'll just go try Crackdown 3. Maybe that will be more fun. Well, so then, here's, then here's, the counter, here's the counter argument to that, though. So for me, Outriders, um, that was a day and date, right? I would have gone out and spent 60 bucks on that. I would have returned it already. But because it's on Game Pass and because I have no real investment in the game, it's still on my hard drive. It's still downloaded because I feel like if I hit a point where like, okay, my mind has changed about the way that I'm perceiving the game and I can actually get into it and play it. It's on my hard drive and there's no, there's no loss there. 
they're, they're, yeah, because I was the. I, this is where I'm contradicting myself, and um, this is where no. I think there's the 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 dichotomy of Xbox Game Pass. Um, after seeing, after being initially interested and excited about Outriders, I got less and less interested the more I was seeing it. I was thinking, would I actually go and buy this game if I didn't have my Xbox with Game Pass? And I was like, no, there is no chance in the world that I would go out and buy that game. Um, full price i would have been waiting for at least a 50 percent off um and the fact that it's there and part of my subscription so quote quote unquote free free-ish um it's it's something that i've been playing quite a lot of and well it is a good way for it's a good way for a developer to basically offer your game as quote unquote free to play but not free to play so like it's it's a good way to like get your foot in. Like I don't disagree and and Berkoff, I just quick counter argument to you is like I think the difference is Outriders is a brand new game. It just came out. If you probably did that to an older game, say like you popped in, you're like, Oh, I'll give this one a try, you might not be as forgiving in regards well, no. to it. And so, that's that's what I was gonna say about forgiveness towards it as well, because it's a bit rough. It it it, it reminds me of a spiders game. Oh, it's um, <laughs> it's a it's a, little, it's a little bit better than a spider's game, but yeah, yeah. Um, so I think Mitch, you said I can't I can't believe you've been kind of um, so nice about server disconnects. He said, "Well, I've not paid for it, so if it disconnects and checks points me back to where I was before, I'll just play through that fight again and I'll move on. If I paid full price for it, I would be pissed off." Yeah, and that's that side of I'm sorry, uh, context. Keith messaged hey, on our board of being like, "Hey, this thing crashed on me for like the fifth time." And then I messaged back going like I guess you're having fun with it even though it's crashing on you. <laughs> like I, I was like, I don't know if the game like, Here's the thing, is the game good? That's that's my question. That was kind of my question to you. I don't even know if the game is good. Expectations expectations shift. Um, depending on like actually for everything involved because it's on game pass you're in a way your what you require of it is, is different less. i'm like i'm not going to say less it is less. some no 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 for this one yes it's definitely less what you require of it is less also of yourself what you require is less so say like say like i had purchased twilight princess for the nintendo wii like the first console I bought that was brand new, got it like got the second one in line at the GameStop near my house or whatever, went home uh, and like got the midnight launch or whatever, got the game, opened up, started playing. And that'd be that would sometimes it'd be like me quitting after I got to the like stupid fishing tutorial because I didn't because I didn't care about fishing, but I just paid four hundred and sixty bucks for this Legend of Zelda experience, by gall, I'm going to go play that. I'm going to get past whatever I need to to get to the parts I want to do. Also, because I didn't have anything else to play. Well, I had Red Steel, but we all know how know how that turned out. <laughs> um, so you're like, even with Red Steel, I forced myself to play through that game because I'm like, damn it, this is sword and gun hand combat. And sure, I, I know it's bad. It was terrible. It was terrible, but it was mine because I paid for it. And so I 
put more into it than I would have if I had borrowed the game, if I had rented the game, or if I had gotten it part of a digital smorgasbord. Also, what I want to say is that I think in the long term, it will change the landscape of how, because if someone knows it's coming to Game Pass or it's launching on Game Pass and they want people to actually invest, be invested in their game, they almost have to restructure how the opening parts of the game are to make sure that they hook people in like right off the bat. Like you can't have some of the yeah, slow, you can't have a slow burn five hour. You can't, you can't yeah. have a slow burn. Also, like, uh, I'll use an example of Prey. Um, I was going to say uh, really, really quick and then you get back to your point yep. is I maybe spent an hour and a half on Prey and I was like, I, this is too slow. I don't, I, and then all of a sudden I was like, well, I got more games switch. Gotcha. The, um, but what, shoot, oh, you derail train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I got, it. I remember. Um, what? No, I don't. It's you gone. It. You, you were talking about Damn how it. you have to change, how games have to change themselves in the beginning of their games so that they will hook onto the player sooner instead of having a slow hour or five hour burn. Yeah. So I yeah. Think, yeah. Part of, but it was, it was something sidelined. You talk and I'll interrupt I too, you forcefully I when I. A little bit, a little bit to your point kind of goes off of what I was starting to say about the way that games are made today is very different than the way that games were made 10 years ago. Thank you. You reminded me. Go ahead. Go for it. Um, I would argue that older full price games were more feature complete than our current full price games. Oh, absolutely. They are. Yeah, because definitely. Years ago, they just made a game and sold it. Whereas now you make a game, you, you hive content out so that you've got. Correct. So, so, are, so are they actually being devalued or are they actually being properly reassessed? The tax assessment has come through. And these games have been found wanting. No, I, okay, I would disagree with you slightly because, okay, and I did actually, you and Burkoff have like kind of the same point that I just want to really just like tear it, smash into. down like a little bug that it is. Um, is that I get what you're saying, Burkoff, but again, games as a service is something that is not very, I mean, game companies are right now catching on that that's not the way to go. Outriders themselves had literally said, we do not want to be games of a service. <clears throat> and the ones that are games of a service that, that are successful are free to play. So the, the, the type of games you're talking about, Burkoff, are not as common, especially on Game Pass, are not as common. Those are, the, Game Pass has a wide variety, which is something I give it a lot of credit for. They do have a mass variety of single player, JR, and all the different genres. They also have multiplayer and they have a bunch of different genres. So I wouldn't say because because games of a service is a thing that all games that are going to come to Game Pass are games as a service because they're not. Um, so so I think your argument is kind of devalued because you're you, well, you're tagging it on all the games and that's not what it is. It's, that's so, not how all games so, are being made. It's only a sum. Right. So if you says if you take a look at the service today, yes, that's you're absolutely right. I'm kind of saying it the way that that mikey sees it in that um when netflix first launched there was this a bunch of like oh hey i know those movies and today netflix looks very different because netflix is its own 
thing. It's sort of evolved into it's become its own studio, and well, that's what they push. Well, it, yeah. Well, so I think the Game Pass has, is going it to had to become its own studio. That's yeah. No, thing. I'm not there's saying a, it's wrong. I'm just saying no, 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 there no, is no. A I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. Oh, I'm just clarifying that it had to become its own studio because th- of other companies saying, "Look what Netflix is doing. They're making all the money. We need to take our movies away from them so we can start our." own streaming service so that that's why other companies are that's why you can find like that's why occasionally you'll find a like a h warner brothers movie on netflix and you're like why is it not hbo max they signed a contract years ago that they would have the rights to this movie it's why there's still a couple of disney movies on netflix or i just not very very many but i just found new mutants on hbo max i'm like that disney (laughs) it's like yeah disney what so so that's that's part of my argument i think you're gonna see game pass evolve into be its own thing and once you're like like a game pass original yeah once you're once you're invested in that ecosystem which is what microsoft is doing right now they're getting you in the walled garden they're getting you invested they're making sure that your user experience and your time and everything is going into your avatar and your your gamer record and all that and that once you're invested in that now you're on you're along for the journey i still fucking pay for netflix i don't know why i watch it maybe once a month is that really worth the 12 or 14 bucks that i spend probably not what you have to do is get a family a family with six siblings and each (laughs) of you pay for one of the services I pay for the Disney Plus. My brother pays for the Amazon Prime. Right. My dad pays for the Netflix. We, uh, d- my younger d- brother pays for the <clears throat> HBO Max. I already have that in my circle of friends slash family. Or sorry, my fam because my friends yeah, I was go- are I was, my family. I was gonna so. say I was gonna say I was gonna say you bet you better start using family. Yeah, my friends term. are my family. So but um but Burke off to your point, you know, I think Microsoft, yes, is trying to pivot faster than Netflix did in regards to figuring out that strategy because Netflix was first to do so. However, the thing is, when you look at a Netflix movie, you already devalue how good that film is going to be. I mean, look at Netflix, especially recently. If you look at Netflix, yeah, they're releasing... Yeah, some of the originals they, are they, really poor. They release a new movie every single week. They just came out with Thunder mm-hmm. Force this week, which is, they, though it's been watched a lot, it has been critically hand and it has some very big it has some very big actors in there it has <laughs> melissa mccarthy it has octavia spencer who's an oscar winner it has jason baton who Batham, baton statham bateman bateman that's what it is jason, jason statham no baton not staten no statham <laughs> no it's Statham. not statham it's the uh, guy it's, like, it's bateman it's the guy that does ozark um, arrested development arrested development so he's yeah, in this uh, as well, and it's a high production value movie, and it bombed in regards to like, and and that's not the only one. Like, well, there's a bunch of movies every single week. So now they are because they have to. They have no choice. They have to release their own content because they all, all the other servicers are saying we're not going to give you our stuff anymore. So you got to make your own. So now they're making their own stuff, and now it's devaluing their themselves. So I, it's, so I think, it's, 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 it's like how many? So I'm gonna, no, sorry to cut you so, off. Shut up, Matt. No, let me finish, just finish, and then I'm going to respond to Mitch. I'm almost done. Uh, so I'm just saying that Microsoft is making that pivot of doing their own stuff, doing their own originals. The only thing is, they could run into the same issue where their own stuff could devalue themselves, and that's an issue. It's, 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 it, I would say it's a whole different ball game in regards to, and I always go off track record and you can always change my mind 
if you have the receipts to back yourselves up um, in regards to like game studios. If Sony did this move, I think the value of PlayStation, whatever they want to call it, would be astronomical. Because if you look at their games, they sell great. They win awards every every single year they come out. They're highly critically acclaimed. Uh, now, some of them are like mixed reviews. That's fine. But a large both of them. The value of that servicer compared to Microsoft would be completely different because of the value of what they bring exclusively to that product. So go ahead. Um, uh, so what, what I'd say is I was on the rare occasions that I do agree with Mitch. Um, <laughs> the, my wife and I have a 20 minute test with anything on Netflix. <laughs> so it's, if, if we're not hooked after 20 minutes, it goes, it's been, it's gone. Set the timer. Um, yes, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so, and we found more and more with the Netflix originals, particularly the movies. It's yeah, no. The the we started watching the one with um, Anthony Mackie, and after twenty minutes, nah, who cares? Not fast. I, I will give Netflix credit. I care a lot is really good. I loved. I care a lot. If you haven't seen it, Keith, that's no, a really really good. I haven't one. watched that one yet. I think that might actually be free on Amazon in this country and not on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, it stars the so, girl that did Gone Girl. It's so good. She was great. Uh, Rosalind Pike? Um, yes. Yes, Rosalind Pike. Mm -hmm. um, so it, Is that the one with the foreshortened man? Yes. I don't know. We're okay. just naming films now. <laughs> no, uh, he's, he's talking <laughs> Peter about Dinklage. Peter, Peter Dinklage, Dinklage, the, thank you, the thank small you. man. He's the in the film. The foreshortened man. Okay, sorry, Keith. Go ahead. Sorry, you're not Matt. You're not Matt. I'm sorry. You're not Matt. <laughs> so it's it's a similar approach that I've had to playing things on Game Pass. So when I first got Game Pass, I thought I never played um, uh, the Insomniac game about people turning into colorful zombies. Sun uh, Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. See, it was, I'm so gripped by it, I can't even remember the name of the frigging game. So um, I deleted that the other day from my hard drive because I thought I'm not going to finish playing that. Um I'd rather be playing Outriders. Some of the other things that I've noticed on Game Pass, the the Xbox 360 titles are online co-op only. So um, you can't play local co-op. So really? all of yep. Which uh, which title? Which is shit? Because so, Keith, they want you to play with someone else on Game Pass. Yeah, but <laughs> so you got to buy one for your wife too. Buy for the whole family. Well, I should be that. able to. I should be able to play with my wife, who sat next to me with a fucking Xbox controller in her hand, not have to set up a online game with someone around the world. That's just stupid. Um, I don't understand that at all. You know, Keith set up a whole game. It's, you know, with the system around the world, just to ping it to the same living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I don't. I don't understand that. Um, and I'm. Yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of leaning towards Mitch's view of Xbox is just going quantity over quality. And we'll have to wait and see what some of the first party titles their be. first party content ends up. Mm. First party content. We're going to be hearing that a lot over the next few months. Um, and see what that actually looks like. And does it, does it pass the, the 20 minute litmus test? So here's the interesting thing. And 
Is it just the rest of the conversation's been really fucking boring? No, is that what you're saying? You guys probably you guys are probably right here's, about. Here's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, is it interesting or is it just interesting to you? It might just be interesting <laughs> to me, but I'm gonna share it with you anyway. Okay. So um, your arguments about Netflix might be right, but year might, over might year, be, wait, might be or it is. With regards to the quality of the content. Depending on who you're talking to. I want right? you to make an absolute a, stand. It's either yes or no. Might be is right. wishy-washy. Their uh, original content is fucking shit. It's garbage. Not all of it, but, but a lot regardless of it. Some of that, people might say that. <laughs> regardless of that. I've heard the, the Irishman was good. Millions no, it's upon not millions of new users every single year. You sound like the man who would hate Lawrence of Arabia. So no, it's a good film. Burkoff, it's not that that's not necessarily true. It's they have sustained their current user base. No, dude, they are right, 2011. They had 21.6 million subscribers. I'm talking about over the last two years. Over over the last two years, okay. So the end of 2017, they had 110 million subscribers. As of the end of last year, they had 203 subscribers. 203 million. Two million, sorry. <laughs> so Quite a they, drop. They, they've, they've practically doubled the number of subscribers in the last two years. Well, I mean, pandemic. And, but we'll see how the pandemic, well, after, right, so, post-pandemic, how that works but, out. But yes. Microsoft might have not pivoted so hard into Game Pass if the pandemic hadn't happened. Um, you know what I mean? Controversial side uh, statement. I'm actually glad that the whole industry has been slowed down by the pandemic so that I can actually catch up on some of these gall darn titles I haven't been able to play. I'm actually happy that overall we've lost like 30% of our releases. Like, so I can actually catch up. (laughs) Going back to the point that Matt made um, uh, earlier about the newer games and DLC, I will quite happily pay for the Mr. X DLC for Streets of Rage 4. Because I've got so much, um, so many hours of fun out of playing that game for quote unquote free. Uh, Sky Commas. Um, I should just uh, make little commas um, and put it above your head every time you do that. Yeah. Um, for, for because it was on Game Pass. Would I have paid? What was the what was the launch price for that? Well, twenty four ninety nine. Um, it might have been thirty bucks. Yeah, um, that would be at I'm least not forty. Sure. I can't. I'm not sure I would have paid that. And I saw it on sale for eighteen ninety nine on the PSN store, and I thought, well, I'm planning on getting an Xbox, so I'll see if it goes on Game Pass. Um, so it, again, it's there's an element of subjectivity around how we view the individual pieces of media that we choose to interact with. Um, but there's also this kind of overarching thing for me about, well, if I don't like this after a certain length of time, I can bin it and try something else. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost so like a free trial, not, basically. You're imagine in yeah. your brain, you're being like, you know, this game. I'll just I'll just do it when I get the free trial. Yeah, and if there is none of that investment that Mikey was talking about earlier. Because if I had paid full price for Outriders One, I would be seriously pissed off with the level of disruption that I'd experienced, um, and. Two, would that have tainted how I'd looked at the game? Yes, it probably would have. Um, and also the quality of the game, I don't think warrants that full full price model. 
Um, I can't imagine right now someone having not the Game Pass version and literally anyone playing it on PC, anyone playing on PC or playing on PS4, PS5, whatever the whatever plates they're playing it. And unfortunately, this game is not getting as much outrage because it is on Game Pass. Because if it wasn't on Game Pass, we would have another cyberpunk on our hands of being like, can we return this game? Because we can't even play it. You really think it's that bad? No, it's not that bad. It's not cyberpunk bad. It's not cyberpunk level of... But if it wasn't yeah. cyberpunk but again, level of hype. But, here, but here's the thing. And the only reason I'm saying... I'm saying it's not as cyberpunk bad. I'm just saying it's bad enough to say that people might be outraged enough to say, can I return this game after I've started playing it? Because the servers don't work. It's like you can't yeah. play the game. It's unlike Cyberpunk 27, you could actually play the game. It's really crappy if you do. You'll run into bugs and all that kind of stuff. You might have to reload Hard a bunch crashes. of saves. Hard Especially, crashes, reload a bunch yeah. of saves. But at least but with Outrage, you can't even play the game. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, opening opening weekend I just had to not play it. I tried to get through the opening sequence three different times and I kept hitting a a, a connection error. During cutscenes, yeah, that's that's. Very so I wasn't bad. even that's doing. Not, I wasn't even doing anything. In wasn't the even game. your fault. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't even doing anything, and it would just be like connection error. I'm like, in the middle of a fucking cutscene. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. So, so that's what that's and why the game that's loads why I, a lot. So there must be a lot of opportunities for disconnections. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's why I said that. Like, if it was if it wasn't on Game Pass, I think it might run into a similar cyberpunk where it'd be like people would say, "We need to be able to return this because it literally does not work." Actually, well, no. apparently PC hadn't, hadn't hasn't been having the same level of issues that console has. So I don't know if there's a, a, a server stability huh. thing on the PC version. Hmm. Um, but PlayStation's been getting absolutely totaled from what I've read. And if I, like I said previously, without wishing to labor the point too much, if I'd paid full price for this game, which I've also been trained by the games industry to never pay full price for anything, um, <laughs> I would be really pissed off. And that's where I think you've got a third. Well, it's not really a third, but you know what I mean. If you've mm-hmm. got kind yeah. of PC, Xbox, up, yeah. PlayStation, um, you're missing kind of a, a full third of outrage because a lot of people are playing it, playing it for free. Free, Sky Commerce. <laughs> um, and that's where the, the kind of dichotomy, juxtaposition, whichever word you want to use that about game pass and how it how it promotes um how it promotes the plethora of games that are on there but also at the same time promotes a lack of investment in terms of your own time in what's there but but i also would say in your own words and i've heard i've heard all of you say these words including myself that the and you go to my point of the quantity versus quality is a lot of the times when I hear someone say, I'll play it when it comes to game pass, it's usually a lower tier title. It's not that, it's not that echelon. It's not the one you're going to get. It's like, it's not a final fantasy seven remake. You know what game I'm still waiting for that kind of attitude for the order 1886. (laughs) I said, I was going to say, I will play this. Hands down, when it comes to PS Plus, it has never yet come to PS Plus. I have no idea. That is PS Plus gold. Why have they not put it 
I think, dude, yeah. I think I picked it up for four bucks. I would, it doesn't sale. matter. It doesn't matter. I would go play it because I definitely enjoyed the order. It's it's a very it's a very basic game, but I actually really enjoyed the order. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was but now it's on principle. I've waited so long. I'm like, no, I refuse to pay any additional money for this. Burkoff, send your copy to him, please. Well share the game. Share the game. It's digital, but uh oh, crap. <laughs> um I don't know you for can me. Send him your PlayStation, can't you? Uh, yeah, I don't really use it anymore. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, because think, of Game Pass, there you yeah, go. For me, it's the same thing. Like I used to just wait for Gabe's to go on sale, or I would dig through the bargain bin at GameStop. Um, it's it's the same thing for the older titles that are coming to Game Pass. Um, you know, I, I'm either waiting for them, or I would have waited for a sale, or you know. Like here's I, the but here's the other my half mentality the, hasn't really changed but here's the other half of the thing with um being like i'll wait till it comes to game pass when the game launches it has this window of like excitement people are excited to play this thing and i think it also goes to the point of why maybe uh mcwomble you and i were uh, an example like call the sea we were turned off so quickly by it you know when the game launches there's excitement there's there's energy around it people are tweeting people are messaging you being like oh my god blah 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 You're like did you play this blah 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 but then when you just get it by itself sometimes the game the the hype around it helps you get through the game you're being like oh my god this this is very generic but it's super fun cuz like oh my god there's so much good stuff or just Almost. some basic stuff yeah and zeitgeist and whatnot zeitgeist exactly so i think what's on animal crossing is this entire that's the entire reason it's so popular. Yeah, exactly. So I would say if uh, yeah, I'll use I'll use uh, I'll use Animal Crossing as a perfect example. If I play Animal Crossing right now, I would totally lose out on what was why was everyone crazy about Animal Crossing in the first place. It's kind of similar with Game Pass. If you wait so long for a game to get there, that's why for me it's like it's hard for me to buy games later. Because a lot of times, if I'm not even that interested in the game, if I was interested, I would have bought it. Yep. And if I'm going to wait, then I'm not as interested. And therefore, it takes the higher expectation for it to catch me to get me to play the game. And if it doesn't, then it's not worth my time. Then I'm like, oh, I was right. It's not worth my time. It's, it's, why, it's why I've never seen uh, the James Cameron Avatar movie. Because I missed it when it was in theaters. And everyone's like, this is one of the most amazing experiences you will never remember anything about, but you should go see it. And I just didn't get around to it. And even though I could watch, have watched it a hundred times over by now, I probably never will because what made it special and an amazing spectacle and also doing it, watching it with other people is not there. And so there's no point in me watching this movie. It's like similar to, yeah. um, I watched a uh, end game uh, one more time just recently and I couldn't even finish it. I was like, this is not as good without the people around it to make it better. Just fast forward to the uh, Avengers Assemble scene and you're good. <laughs> like, that's that's all you need. Okay, well, I'd just like to point out that um, everything that's happened since Endgame is because Tony Stark is a selfish prick. Um, if anyone's watching... Everything that happened toward Endgame, Endgame is because was because Tony Stark, Stark was a selfish prick. <laughs> um, yeah. um, so what I would say is... I. I'm not going to suddenly say that Xbox Game Pass isn't good value because it bloody well is. It's amazing value. 
like um, I said, it's three dollars a game, so you're you're getting yeah. value. So what? But what I what I have the reason that I'm having this conversation now is because I've had time to experience using the service, and um, my experience of using the service has led me to to understand better one how my I, I perceive the the games that are on there, and um, secondly, it's it's more about my ability to identify titles within there that I would really connect with rather than I'm going to try something completely different just because it's on there because I've tried that and I didn't click with something and I thought I could have been playing something else that I would have enjoyed more um like the Witcher Thronebreaker uh fabulous game <laughs> it's on Game Pass yeah it is it's, there's no excuse now I, I will say though as a person that so like for me I kind of grew up in the right moment I grew up right in the middle of Netflix when it was doing DVD. If you didn't know, kiddos, Netflix <laughs> used to be a service where you would actually get DVDs in the mail. It wasn't streaming, kiddos. It was DVDs in the mail. So, um, and Blu-rays. So, And it was at the perfect time where DVD burners were cheap and you could get a spindle of DVDs <laughs> this tall for like 20 bucks. No kidding. My uncle, he had the Netflix service, would rent a movie, burn it, send it right back, and he had like three or four full spindles oh, of wow. movies that he copied from. As long as it as long as it wasn't as long as it wasn't a Sony movie. A what movie? A Sony, Sony movie. Oh, could you not copy this? They had insane copy protection. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I used to do the same thing. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, self-incriminating material. But anyways. Um, uh, but basically, that's what Netflix used to be. So when I was younger, um, yes, Berghoff, I was little. I think no, I think I actually was in high school. Was when, Nef- when when Netflix <laughs> uh, started to do streaming on top of their DVDs. Um, uh, so at the time, I think Microsoft right now is where they are when that happened. Where it was, it was not. So- I it, because at the it, it took them about three years to find titles that people actually like watched because at the beginning yeah. their titles were a lot of indie stuff a lot it'll of be, indie movies it'll be really interesting to see how many publishers going forward do the square enix outriders calculation and that is we project that we're going to make x number of dollars on launch for this particular game and microsoft is willing to give us this much if that if if x is greater than y um then maybe you know we throw this on Game Pass day one, and then here's also the element that they got to put into play as well. It will be interesting seeing forward how these games do um, in regards to once they're on the service. So yeah. I, it, it'll be it's it's there's a lot of X factors that are coming up, and I think this is an interesting conversation to have now, and then maybe have again two years down the line, three years down the line. To see once I paid off my Series X, uh, uh, <laughs> once it comes, I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Once yeah. it comes up to what, what does the renewal of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate look like? Yeah, yeah, because um, uh, because I think depending on how games do on the servicer, that also determines the factor if they will pull the trigger on Microsoft. Because if Microsoft again, quantity versus quality issue, if they buy too many, you get buried in the service. It's like the Nintendo eShop for games. It's like there's too many. You can't find the ones you want. And when you find the one you want, 
Sometimes they stay on it forever or, ooh, shiny new game, switch over to that one, and then they never see your game again. So, like, Outriders could only last two weeks, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, did we make some money? We did. Uh, but, like, in the long term, do we lose all of our players because they are moved on to a different game on Game Pass? Maybe. Yeah, that's an argument to be made, too. So, like, um, Games as a Service is the one that is going to be the most interesting to see of how many Microsoft want to acquire to do games as a service. Because I just think in my mind, we had bleeding edge. Was it last year, two years ago? Where's that? Uh, game? Two years ago. No one's playing. It. Well, it's, it's on, it's on game pass. It's on I'm game not pass. Even touching it, but no one's touching <laughs> it. So it's like, and I think you even used your example with uh, game pass or fail. I'm sorry, unfortunately for spoilers um, for that show. Uh, but like servers, the servers are open. Can you find a lot of players? If you just, if you got to find a personal server to do it, but you can't do it if you're looking at like just to hop on a game and hop off a game. So it, it becomes an issue of how many players are going to play your game. And if you have something like Game Pass where you can hop off, it's hard to retain. And unless you buy, unless you bought it for $60, it's right there for you. You have to play it because you own it. Yeah. Speaking of hopping off, uh, Keith. You want to take us out? Well, I'll do. I'll do a quick summation, which is Xbox Game Pass is uh, way better than anything PlayStation will probably have to offer anytime soon, or maybe even ever. And on that note, but I think on top of that, I knew they... he was going to say something. <laughs> Sorry, but you can't. You can't just. You can't just throw it out there like that. <laughs> Yeah, that was the whole point. <laughs> nah, too bad. I'm not going to let you. Plus, I didn't get the outro music going yet, so I, I have to I have to find it. So I, I need I need an extra distraction for a second. But I was going to say, does PlayStation even need it? Probably not, because they sell more copies than Microsoft did when they sold their first party titles. So they make yeah, more I money think, in the end. I think Sony goes the Nintendo route, really. For sure. Well, yeah, and not let bend studios make a game that they want because they put bend studios in a difficult position to sell the game in the first place yeah that does yeah <laughs> well um, on a, on a side on a quick side note before we leave because it's because uh, that playstation news is so huge i will say something i something nobody's talking about that i just that i thought of while listening to all these podcast shows okay you think about it they wanted them to make uncharted game and they wanted they wanted these studios to make also a last of us remake what hmm. two properties are coming out from their PlayStation Studios on a different platform? Movies and TV shows. That's why they're doing it. Hmm. And on that note. <laughs> I don't agree. I object. <laughs> oh, you agree. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> it's been too long it's been too long you were on the show two weeks ago 